Good evening. First of all, let me thank you for waiting. I know some of you have been waiting for a long time, and I, I greatly appreciate everyone's patience tonight, um, and uh, we're very glad you're here. I'm um, Carrie Brower, the chief curator of the Hirshhorn Museum, and I want to welcome you to another in our series of Meet the Artist. Tonight, we're uh, very fortunate to be able to have a preview screening uh, of the new film Tideland, directed by Terry Gilliam. And uh, we're even more fortunate tonight to have uh, Mr. Gilliam here, who will introduce the film in a few minutes, and uh, then after the film is over, um, answer questions. Um, I just wanted to mention a couple things before we start about Meet the Artist. Um, on November 8th, we will have um, the artist Jasper Joost, who, uh, whose films you can see in the black box space that's right outside of this auditorium. Um, but we'll be showing his new film, which is called It Will All End in Tears. And um, so that will be on November 8th. And I should also mention, this is uh, kind of important, I should mention that Matthew Barney, who was actually to be here on November 29th, and it's listed that way in the calendar, has had to postpone, and he will be here instead um, in January. So uh, please make note of that, and if you uh, take a look at our website, um, you should be able to pick up when in January that's going to take place. We'll hopefully have that posted uh, relatively soon. Um, I'd like to thank uh, the Stephen and Heather Mnuchin Foundation for their ongoing support of uh, Meet the Artist. It's now in its fourth year. And I'd like to pay tribute to uh, our curator, Kelly Gordon, who uh, programs all our film and video here at the museum and, of course, made this uh, possible uh, tonight. Um, Tideland runs for about two hours, so, you know, Kelly told me, keep your remarks short. But as I uh, looked through uh, the accomplishments of Terry Gilliam, uh, that was kind of impossible. He's done so much. Um, he was born in Minneapolis, and he emigrated to England in 1967, where he achieved renown, as we all know, as part of Monty Python's Flying Circus. Um, he focused, of course, on the writing of that show, but also on the animated sequences and occasionally performing um, as well. And, of course, all the cult classic films that we all know, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, The Life of Brian, Monty Python's Meaning of Life, evolved directly um, out of this uh, show. But between these collaborations of Monty Python um, that redefined comedy, Gilliam made his solo directorial debut in 1977 with Jabberwocky and brought Python castmate uh, John Cleese to star in Time Bandits in 1981, which was essentially a kind of surreal journey through history seen through the eyes of a small boy. Um, Gilliam's films are distinguished by inventive visuals, um, emotional intensity, and uh, a bit of a flair for uh, the dark side of, of life. And among his many masterful works is Brazil, released in 1985, one of my favorite films. The film won the Los Angeles Film Critics Award for Best Film and brought Gilliam an Academy Award nomination for Best Original Screenplay. 
1988, he returned to historical fantasy, um, adapting a European uh, children's legend, Baron Munchausen, and brought it, bringing it to the screen. Uh, following that was The Fisher King in 1991 that earned Gilliam a Silver Lion at the Venice Film Festival and, the Golden and a Golden Globe nomination for Best Director. Uh, the film starred Jeff Bridges, who also appears tonight uh, in Tideland. In 1995, Gilliam directed the riveting science fiction film Twelve Monkeys based upon the masterpiece, another masterpiece, Chris Marker's La Jetée, and featuring Brad Pitt and Bruce Willis, and it debuted at the Berlin Film Festival. Then in 1998, he wrote the screenplay and tapped Benicio del Toro and Johnny Depp to realize Hunter S. Thompson's fear and loathing in Las Vegas. In 2000, he reteamed with Johnny Depp, but this time on a, a dream project, um, which was The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. Unfortunately, within weeks of its beginning, the production was essentially um, short-circuited and shut down because of so many problems. And the problems actually led to a documentary feature called um, uh, Lost in La Mancha uh, that was released in 2002. And uh, I think it had the tagline, the unmaking of a major motion picture. Another children's fantasy was the catalyst for last year's The Brothers Grimm that starred Matt Damon and Heath Ledger. And that brings us, finally, to tonight's film, Tideland. Cult author Mitch Cullen's dark story blends, I think, extremely well with Gilliam-style visionary cinema. Um, I watched this film uh, the other night, and I watched it with uh, my teenage daughter, and uh, when it was over, my daughter turned to me and said, without a doubt, this was now her favorite film. So that's an early review in for over here in America, Terry. Uh, in a few weeks, it's going to open in theaters here. And I think here in Washington, it's uh, November 8th it will open here. But meanwhile, we are really honored to present the Washington debut here tonight. So please join me in welcoming uh, the remarkable Mr. Terry Gilliam. <laughs> I was just saying, thank God I didn't do too many films. We would have been here all night. So. I want to get on and make you watch this movie, is what I'm trying to do, uh, so I can go to dinner, frankly. Um, I should say, what can I say about this film? Because I do think it's worth warning people about it. Uh, because the idea of making it was to divide audiences and not make them all agree on anything. It was actually to provide interesting arguments after you go see the film and go to dinner. Most time you go to dinner after a film and say, what did you think about the film? Oh, it's okay. End of conversation. Then you should talk about personal things. I'm trying to avoid that for you. You can argue about this film till the cow comes home and hopefully will. Um, I should say, I'll, I'll, keep it, I'll keep it short so you can get on with it. Um, um, here's my warning. <laughs> um, many of you are not going to like it. I can almost guarantee that. I don't know who you are, but, <laughs> but I will find you. <laughs> um, 
Others of you are going to be just, you're going to love it. You're going to go out with an amazing expression, a beatific expression on your face. And then there's going to be possibly the majority of you that won't know what you think when it finishes. And this is a fact because I've, done, I've shown it too many places and too many times, and it often takes days for people to get their thoughts together about what this film is and what it means to them. Mike Palin saw it at a very early screening when we still had, hadn't put the music on, and it, it was longer and needed more work on it. And he left at the end of the screening rather than hanging about and telling me what a genius I was. And, and I said, uh-oh, we've got trouble here. And, and I called him the next morning and uh, said, come on, Mike, what do you really think of it? And he said, well, I had very mixed feelings about it. I didn't like this. I wasn't sure about that. He said, but the problem is I woke up early. It's in my head. I can't get it out of my head. The images, the ideas. And he says, Terry, it's either the best film you've made or the worst film. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I thought that was just the perfect reaction as far as I was concerned. The trick to try to get into this film, and I don't want to tell you really how to watch it, but try to forget the fact you're adults that you've got a lot of experience. Forget about your fears, your prejudices, your preconceptions about what life is and what children are, and try to be a child again. My wife says the film is shocking because it's innocent. So for a couple hours, try to rediscover your innocence. Also, don't be afraid to laugh. It gets pretty dark, but it also is very funny. And I, the final thing I know about this film is when I made it, I was 64 years old, and at long last, I think I've discovered the child within me. It turned out to be a little girl, unfortunately. <laughs>